This is the World Industrial News for Thursday, January 26th, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to part two of their podcast, How to Leverage the U.S. Infrastructure Bill to Modernize the U.S. Power Grid. Well, the, the reason I broke it down into three reasons is that the grid's a very complex thing. It's, it's all connected together. So an uh, earthquake in Southern California can cause a power plant in Utah to, to die. So I wanted to break it down into really simple what we have to do. Resiliency means we have to be able to withstand very large nonlinear events. Those today are primarily the weather. They could be wildfires, earthquakes, hurricanes, tornadoes, fires, could be any of those. Resiliency is the term used in the industry that says we need to operate as best we can through these large nonlinear events. The second thing is we have to be able to get the power from where it's generated to where it is used. Most of the ideas behind sustainability is we're going to use more renewable power. The renewable power is primarily, in this country, solar and wind. The great resources for solar and wind don't happen to be in the cities. So somehow we have to get that power from places like Western Kansas to Seattle. The third thing is that we simply can't operate the way we always have. In the past, a lot of the stability comes from over-design. But in the new world, we have limited resources and we have to use a bare minimum of those. The most powerful tool we have available is new technology. And that's why I broke it down into basically three different buckets. Perfect. Thank you, Pat. That definitely lays a foundation for this discussion, and it opens the door for for many questions, I'm sure. Mona, can you talk to us about the infrastructure bill, the breakdown, you know, what it contains, what it means for utilities throughout the U.S.? Absolutely, Megan. Um, And before I do so, I'd love to take a moment and step back and just appreciate this historic moment in time. Of the last time we had an infrastructure bill of this magnitude was likely under FDR, the New Deal. And so we are looking at $1.2 trillion in total spending. That's $550 billion in new spending, new spending that addresses many of the issues that, that Pat just outlined. Um, and when we're thinking about infrastructure, the definition of infrastructure has expanded greatly in our time. What used to just mean roads, bridges, highways. And now this infrastructure bill encompasses transportation, transit, energy, water sectors, uh, the utility uh, grid, and also thinking about environmental uh, environmental elements um, that are part of our uh, overall national infrastructure. To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. 
The focus on the waste stream so far in the energy transition has been on using landfill gas or farm waste as a feedstock at refineries. But now Phillips says it can do the same with waste plastics, creating something of a circular economy. The waste plastic stream is a lingering concern for environmental advocates who are worried about its long-term presence and accumulation both on and offshore. Phillips 66 says it may have a solution. NextEra Energy Incorporated doesn't seem to be content to sit on its laurels in regards to project activity and is consistently at work on new undertakings and adding steadily to its backlog of renewable energy projects. After placing thousands of megawatts of power generation into service last year, the company continues to implement new renewable energy projects across the U.S. and is setting its sights on a new endeavor green hydrogen. Last year, two of NextEra's primary subsidiaries, Florida Power and Light Company, its Florida utility, and NextEra Energy Resources, its nationwide renewable energy arm, added more than 5,000 megawatts of renewable and energy storage into service. And the company's not stopping there. NextEra Energy Resources renewables and storage backlog now stands at about 19 gigawatts. Ford Motor Company is set to cut 3,200 jobs in Germany in what is seen as the start of a wider call as the company prepares to shift toward electric vehicles. Germany's largest union, IG Metall, announced that Ford had internally informed its intentions to cut up to 3,200 jobs in Germany with more to follow across European locations. And Hess Corporation will invest $3.7 billion in exploration and production efforts this year, with 80% of the funds destined for developments offshore Guyana and in the U.S. Bakken formation, the upstream energy company said this week. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck, reporting for Industrial Info News.